I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 72, Talks for Teens, Summer Series, Part 1. the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but is not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Welcome back to the Healthy Families Rural podcast, everyone. I'm so excited to be here with my very special guest today. This is my son, Dax Mitchell. And Dax and I are going to do a summer series together, a podcast episode. So this would be a great time if you have any children, maybe in their preteens or early teen age, he's going to be giving some great advice and some great tips to help your kids with their problems or how to become entrepreneurs or whatever, because this kid is phenomenal. He's amazing. I'm really proud of him. And he actually, I kept telling him he should start his own podcast called Dax Rants, because you basically can give Dax a topic on anything at all, and he can talk about whatever that topic is off of the top of his head. <laughs> He's kind of an amazing kid that way. So uh, without further ado, let's let's bring Dax on the show. Hey, Dax. Hello. How's it going, buddy? Uh, pretty well. Good. Well, my listeners are here today. They want to hear both of us talk about some really cool stuff we got going this summer. So what are some exciting things that you're doing this summer? I mean, right now, just looking at you sitting here, you have one, two, three, four, five Rubik's Cubes right here on the dining room table. Can you tell me about that? Um, I'm really into puzzles and I like to figure out where things go with my mind. I really like strategy games and all that stuff. Okay, so why Rubik's Cubes? You just barely got into these, like just barely. Well, I mean, I've been doing some at school for a while, and I think it's fun to like move them around and see what color goes where. It really just messes with your mind, and it's really fun to me to play with. Okay, so when I pick up a Rubik's Cube... Like, I have no desire to solve that puzzle. What's wrong with me? Um, I think it's just because you're not, like, used to solving puzzles and stuff. I think each person has a different personality and dislikes and likes. And so, um, for me, I really like to solve puzzles and stuff. And you might not be into that, but you might be into making businesses and starting podcasts like these. That's exactly right. My brain works different from yours, Dax, for sure. And so, I mean, what do you, how do you think that compartmentalizing and strategy games and figuring things out, how is this helpful to the human brain for a child? 
Um, I think it helps you like think quick on your feet. So when you, if there's ever a time and place where you need to think of a plan fast, even if it's just like a game with your friends, you're able to easily process things faster and you can just go right ahead and help others in your group. Oh man, that's good because how many of us go to a restaurant and we can't even figure out what to eat on the menu? You guys, our brains are not quick. They, we, we struggle. We stay in confusion. Do you think g- developing a skill with Rubik's Cubes and strategy will, will help you make decisions quickly as far as the simple things in life? Uh, definitely. I think that's a great thing to do because a lot of times we need to just have a quick mind and like quick brain, but sometimes it's good to slow down and enjoy the simple things in life as well. Yeah, there's a time and a place for all of it, right? Um, do you think it might help with dementia as we age? You know, people start losing their minds when they're older. They forget where they're leaving their keys. They forget where they put their phone. Do you think games like this would help with that? Yes. In fact, um, on the box of these Rubik's Cubes I have, the ages say 9 to 99. And so I think it helps a lot of old people remember where things go and where they place them. And that would just be a big help because as you get older, you keep forgetting things. And so just being able to process things quicker and be able to just keep remembering things really helps a ton. Okay. But can we talk about you losing your cell phone a lot and putting it in the washer and now it doesn't work well i mean i can be a little um like a little behind on everything and um there's a lot of things in school and daily life that i get caught up in so sometimes it's easy for me to lose things because my mind's on a lot of other things right now i'm laughing (laughs) (laughs) because um, his mind is on a lot of things. He's always working. His mind always needs to work and run. But I wanted to ask Dax what he's got going this summer that might be fun and exciting, some things on his mind. Um, Well, I have a lot of things going on for this summer and things I'm looking forward to. Like right now, um, I have an airsoft party on Saturday, and that's exciting because I've never done that before. Wait a minute. Can you tell our listeners what airsoft is if they've never heard of that? Airsoft is like a place where you go, and it's like a big indoor room, and sometimes they have it outdoors, but you get little airsoft guns. It's like a BB gun or a paintball gun, and they sting a little, but like as you you can get used to it, and it's really fun to just go run around and try to capture the other team's flag, and it's really fun that way. Yeah, he's going with a birthday party group, and they're going to go do this airsoft thing for a few hours. Um, It was weird. It was a birthday invitation, and the party lasts like four and a half, almost five hours. I've never had a child be invited to a birthday party that long before. So this will be fun, right, Dax? Yep. Anything else you want to say about that? Um, I just think... Um, going back to the Rubik's Cubes, this will help me think quick on my feet on where to aim and where to shoot and how to help out my team better. Okay. Um, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Good skill to have. Think on your feet. And it probably simulates a video game, although you're not playing a video game, right? Yeah, it's definitely kind of like a video game, but I think... This was invented before video games, and maybe video games are a copy of this. Yeah. Okay, cool. So tell me what else 
I mean, listen, you it sounds to me like you're starting a business now with your friend or friends for the summer. Can you maybe talk a little bit about your business? Yeah, I'm selling shaved ice and sodas for a dollar each and we go we go to my friend's house. It's right by this church and we sell um, snow cones for a dollar and it's a really popular business so far and we've only had it done once and we made $33 which was a great make for me at least because I think most kids don't have like this much money besides allowance that they get like per week. Yeah and some kids don't even get allowance like you haven't been getting allowance yet. I mean we've tried it We've come off of it. Maybe we're trying it again this summer. So this is a way for you to use your brain and figure out how to make more money. Do you think that's beneficial for all kids to do is is think of ways they can make money? Yeah, I think that is a really, really good skill to have because as you grow older, um, you're going to need to learn how to pay bills and buy groceries and all that stuff. So I think like most, most kids that grow up like in the 1980s had to figure that out on their own and I think it's really good um, because if you're starting as a child and you're figuring out how to pay the bills and buy the groceries it's really helpful so that you already know how to do those things as you grow older. Yeah I was you mentioned the 1980s that's when I was born 1981 and I will say that my parents did not give me an allowance. However, when I wanted to go somewhere with my friends and something cost a certain amount, they were pretty good to just give it to me. Do you think that's a good idea for parents to just give their kids money whenever their kids need it? No, I think that's a poor way of teaching the child because if kids just keep getting money, not only are they going to expect to get the money every single time, but they'll never learn the importance of hard earning money. Like you have to work for your money. It just doesn't come freely like that. Wow. Are you guys listening to this kid? I mean, listen to this. You're, you need to earn your own money to be self-reliant. What would be the, the consequence of never having learned to earn your own money as a kid and now you grow into an adult? Now what, Dax? Um, you'll have to, it's, you're going to rush into all these things that you don't know how to do, and it's going to be very stressful for you. And if you can figure it out, even still, you're not going to have the perfect life you want. And if you're, if you're willing to like be hardworking and productive, then you can get your dream house and your dream job and everything you want. But for those who don't, Uh, value the importance of self-reliance like that you're never going to have you're never going to have happiness with all this nice houses and all these cars and everything so like even if you do get those things you're not self-reliant people are, are maybe giving you handouts and giving you stuff all your life what you're saying is you won't be grateful for it you won't value it as much because you didn't work for it yeah like there's there's a difference between getting the stuff you want and and then there's another part where you're truly valuing the stuff you want. Like I could have everything I wanted and still not be happy because I know in my heart I didn't actually earn the stuff that I got. Mm. And then how do you take care of that stuff? 
Um, usually I'd, I'd hang things up and clean stuff and just treat my stuff nicely. And I think when parents tell kids to clean their rooms and stuff, the reason they don't really feel like they want to do it is because they don't own the house themselves. They don't value the importance of owning a thing themselves. Because if I know if I own something with my own money and I bought it, I would take really nice care of it. But since I don't own my room, it's harder for me to want to clean my room because I don't value the importance of cleaning my room that way. That's so true. Because how many times have I gone into JoJo's bedroom and your bedroom and uh, stuff didn't get picked up? So I picked it up, put it in a box, and then it stays in the box. You know, you're pretty good to come and get your stuff back and put it away if you really, really care for it. But I've noticed that a lot of things stay in the boxes. Like they're not really cared for and loved like we thought we did, right? Yeah, there's a lot of things like you can take away a child's toy and they won't notice it's gone till like a long time. And so like I think you should either sell that thing if you don't really want it But if you do want it, take care of it, value it, and really treat it nicely if you really value that thing. Oh, I love it. Okay. Dax is 13 years old. He just turned 13. What's the hardest thing about coming into your teenage years? You're an official teenager now. What is the hardest thing about that? Definitely keeping up with social life and friends. I think a lot of kids nowadays value social life more than anything else. And it's really hard to um, just keep up with your uh, reputation in school and in just in life in general. Kids want to have a make a good impression on friends. So I think it's really hard for them when they have to keep up this profile that they want their friends to see. And that's how they want them to be. Isn't that exhausting, though, Dax, like always having to live for other people? And what do they think of you? And will they like you? I mean, that just seems so exhausting. What do you say to that? Yeah, it's definitely stressful. And I think it's because a a part of the human body really needs people around them and needs to be recognized. Because um, without socialization it the body just doesn't really function properly that people need a social life to have friends and family and to just grow mentally yeah would you say everyone's different though do you think some people don't need friends i see a lot of isolated kids too do they self-isolate like they don't want friends or do you think they really do want friends but they don't know how to make friends Well, I think some people just don't know how to make friends and it's hard for them. And another part of it, it's probably because what they've probably had friends in the past and they haven't and the friends haven't treated them the way they should have treated the friends. And so now they're coming into isolation and they don't want to be near people because they don't they're afraid of getting hurt again. Oh, deep thoughts from Dax Mitchell right there. It's true. I think a lot of people and a lot of kids even live in home lives where they're hurt, their feelings are hurt, they're not treated well, and so they get to school and they don't really know how to have a social life. They don't know how to interact with other kids. What advice would you give to those kids uh, to start maybe opening up to other people and making friends? Well, when you think about it, you can't do everything on your own, even if you think you can. 
And friendship is really important because as you grow older and you learn to, you need to learn to work with people, with getting a job and everything. If you don't, if you're not open to that, then it's just kind of hard to get everything ready for your for your life when you're you when you grow out of your house and everything like that. So I think um, the advice I would give to those people who don't want to be with other people is just to try it. Try to experience good people and good friendships because it's really important for the human body to grow um, socially and it's a really fun thing once you do have friends who want to take you places and go places. And another thing is to pick the right friends too. Don't pick friends that you just think are really popular or just cool in general. You need like you need to see good friends that want to bring out your best in life. Okay, what's the saying we have in our home about friends? Um, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Bam, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Now, what's happening that I see a lot, Dax, in schools is when there is a kid, even in college, and they are new or they're on their own, the kind of friends that befriend those kids aren't the best people, but they feel so good because people are noticing them. People are wanting to be their friend, but they're not the right kind of people. How do you kind of push those people out of your life? Or do you be a light for those people and be their friend still? Um, how do you do this and, and still keep your standards and be a good person in society and not go off on the wrong path? It really depends on what the other person chooses. So if you want to try to inspire them and just teach them to be kind and loving, then you need to be there for them, like almost 24-7. And if you're really trying, I bet you can make this friend really a better person. But sometimes friends will get so used to saying and doing something else that they don't care anymore. So in that situation, you just need to step away because some people don't want to change. Even though it seems like they need to change, that's up to them. That's not up to you. So you can try to befriend them, but I would just say, like, try to keep your standards around that friend because it's easy to get lost in other people's standards as well. Yeah, and then it lowers your standards, and now you're causing a lot of pain for yourself and not only yourself, but the people in your life who love you are just praying for you and hoping that you'll make a turnaround. All the while, we know that everyone needs to be on their own path to figure out their own life. We understand that. And sometimes parents think that they know the path that's best for you. Do you think parents in general know the path that's best for their kids? Um... Mm, sort of. I think kids also need to discover their own unique path because our path is not all the same. We also have different trials and good things happen to us. And so it's important for parents to guide their children through like the basics of what's right and what's wrong and like all that stuff. But I think it's also important to let that child have their own journey through this because they also need to figure it out for themselves as well as the parents need to teach them what is right and what is wrong. 
Oh, but they're going to make mistakes along the way, Dax. And we as parents, we hate to see our kids make mistakes. So we want to control our child so they don't make mistakes. How do you tell a parent and help a parent to let go of control and just trust? Well, you got to, if you really, truly love your child, you need to be able to trust them on their own. They need to figure out how to be on their own because when they grow up they need to figure out how life works and how everything really does just populate and everything like that but parents also they just a little bit of guidance here and there is great um children just need to learn how to like the basics of how to work a car and work a tire and everything like that i don't know but children also need to figure that out for themselves because an example of this is what's the difference between a parent changing the tire for the kid instead of the kid changing their tire for themselves? What if the parent's not there in the situation? What does the child do? He can't, he doesn't, he can't call for help. He needs to do it on his own. And how, how else would he do it on his own if the parent was always there for him and didn't teach him and let him be on his own on how to change the tire? Okay, so Dax is giving us a metaphor about changing a tire, but there's some deeper lessons to be learned here. And that is not belling your child out of everything. So when they make the choice and they make mistakes in their life, they need to experience the consequence of that and... Is that right, Dax? Yeah, they also need to figure out how to get through that trial. They also need to figure out how to do it for themselves. They can't always have a parent to bail it out for them. Right, because that's what parents want to do because we love our kids so much. We want to bail them out of everything. And this is a tough one because... I always tell you, Dax, that the human brain isn't even developed until the age of 25. So kids and teenagers especially, they're thinking more with <laughs> their brain that's not fully developed, all right? They're thinking a lot with their primal brain and they're thinking um, with their hormones a lot of times, I guess I should say teenager stuff, right? And so they, they tend to get into some trouble along the way. And this is hard for parents to detach from a child's decisions because they aren't fully thinking, yet they have to be on their own path. And we, we understand that as parents. So this is really hard. Be patient with me, Dax, as I'm trying to parent you because I, it's hard. It is hard being a parent. What would you say to that? Yeah, like... I think kids really don't see what parents go through to try to make their kids happy and feel that they're in a safe environment. Like, if you if a child took a moment to notice how just even the small and simple things the parents do, like wash the dishes and make meals for them, all that stuff is simple, but it's really important because... Also, a child needs to learn how to do that, but they also need a safe environment to feel like they're loved and needed in that family and household. Yeah, there's too many environments kids are growing up in that don't feel safe. What would some things, ha what would be some things that would be happening in a home where a child wouldn't feel safe? Well, a lot of parents don't care for their children anymore like a lot of parents won't be there for their children when they need it and so like if a child if the parents are always just giving the children what they want like electronics and all this 
other stuff, then the child won't feel like he needs the parent anymore. And he can't, he'll feel like he or she won't turn to the parents to ask for help. They'll always be on their own, even though that's not true. The parents need to also like limit stuff and make sure that they're spending quality time with their child because without that, the children always think they need to be on their own in life. And that's not true. We have families for a reason. Okay, that was perfectly said. And I want to end it there today because Dax is going to be back with us next week. He's going to be doing a summer series with me where we're just going to be chatting. But look how quick he is on his feet. I ask a question. He quickly knows what to say. I just love that about Dax. He just has an answer for everything. So we're going to leave you with this episode. We hope you enjoy it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your teenage friends and your tweens and your family members. And if your kids out there have any questions for me that you want Dax to answer, please go to yourhealthcoachishere at gmail.com. That's yourhealthcoachishere at gmail.com. In the subject line, just hit question for Dax and write your question, send it in, and I'll give that question to Dax and he will answer your kid's question on this podcast. All right, have a beautiful rest of your day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Each week, I meet with my clients over the phone to go over their health progress and help them overcome any challenges that they might have that are coming up for them. It's one-on-one help specific to their situation, and I'm offering it to you free. Each month, I set aside a limited number of free 20-minute sessions. You can sign up for one of these sessions by going to healthcoachheather.com. But keep in mind, I'm a health coach. This is my business. If I gave away all my sessions for free, I wouldn't be a very good coach. So go reserve your spot today before all the free ones are taken, and I look forward to helping you live your best life.